Welcome to the Artist Impact Podcast, helping you gain confidence, grow your talent, and advance your impact. And now, here are your hosts, Paul Gibbs and Nate Miller. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Paul Gibbs. Uh, Nate's not here this time. I'm going to fill in for both of us. Uh, I'm going to do my best. There's four shoes to fill with two feet. Well, we'll we'll just see what happens. I think we're going to have a great time, though. We're going to talk about songwriting. We're going to talk a little bit about disappointment hmm. and how that applies to songwriting and stuff like that. And next time we're together, uh, we're going to continue this. But uh, for now, we're going to talk about songwriting and how we run into dead ends. You ever run into a dead end as you're writing a song? I, t- I have many times. Oh, my goodness. But first, I've got to give you some interesting stuff here. little trivia. Uh, what came first? You know, I know. <laughs> here we go. What came first, the chocolate chip? Or the chocolate chip cookie. All right, there's there's one for you. I'm just going to let you chew on that for a second. I got a couple other ones here. What was the Tin Man's real name? Yeah, Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. What was the Tin Man's real name? Okay. <laughs> and if that wasn't enough, okay. Here's the third. Here's the third question. You you got you can be looking these up. I'm gonna give them to you right after we take a take a little break here in a few minutes. But uh, the third one. What is the largest volcano known to man? The largest volcano known to man. I will give you all of those answers in just a little while. But uh, how flexible are you in your songwriting? You know, we do have to have a certain flexibility, whether, you know, whether it's uh, being flexible in our style, flexible in our, uh, what keys we're writing in, flexible in what instrument we write with, what is the dominant instrument, what's the genre. I mean, if you're too rigid in all of that, you might be very good at what you're doing, but uh, can I use the B word? it might get a little boring. Maybe not. You know, it's okay. I'm not saying, you know, we're not talking about what level of flexibility you have to have. But without flexibility, all right, you are going to devote more time and energy to being frustrated and maybe disappointed than putting that energy into the work, into your music. You know, there are countless things that control our music outside of us. You know, we really don't have any control whether anybody listens or not, or how well-received your latest release is. So if you have too rigid of a mindset, uh, it, it limits your perception, and it doesn't give you any alternatives for when things don't go your way. You get it? Okay. If if you're not flexible and things don't go your way, you just kind of hit a wall and you and it's that's you're dead in the water. But see, if if you've got some flexibility, that gives you multiple ways to maybe respond to those challenging situations. All right, so we're going to talk about a couple of them here. All right, you know, having keeping a flexible mindset is actually going to help your career. 
All right. So first of all, it's inevitable to run into dead ends when you write music. It happens to everybody. Maybe it happens more when you're first starting out. But even seasoned musicians who are writing day after day after day, uh, they hit dead ends. They got, I mean, it's inevitable. So, you know, some songs, of course, you've probably found out, probably some songs are easily written. The melody and the chord progressions, the harmonies, if you're using them, you know, whatever, they just all just fall into place. But most of the time, no, that doesn't always happen. Most of the time, music gets written, uh, what, shall we say, tediously over a period of time, maybe relatively short, or it seems like it takes forever. And when you get stuck on an especially tricky part of a song, you've got to be flexible and consider your options and stay creative. Yeah, maybe maybe you're trying to put a... a, a, a clever key change in for that last chorus and you just kind of stuck and you don't want to do the same thing here's that lack of flexibility all right maybe you you something's telling you don't do the same thing maybe something's telling you i don't know i don't know i don't know i usually don't put a key change in my songs but something maybe says, oh, or maybe somebody else has said, hey, why don't you try a key change there? Oh, no, 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 can't do that, can't do that. But maybe you try it anyway, okay? And that's where you hit the dead end. Because creativity, thinking outside the box, comes smack dab up against your lack of flexibility. Okay, you know where I'm going here? Black and white thinking, okay? Uh, it's either this way or it's this way. All right, uh, this way is definitely right, and this way is absolutely no way. I'm not doing that. Somebody else can do that, but I'm not going to. So black and white thinking, you know, it, lack of flexibility in your thinking is going to really, it, it can slow down or even put a, a, put a screeching, bring a screeching halt to your songwriting. But staying open and, shall we say, curious could offer many new musical paths to explore. All right, now let's talk next about disappointment. And that, just like running into dead ends, it is inevitable in a serious music career. You're going to get disappointed. If you don't learn to cope with disappointment, chances are you are not going to last long, whether you're a songwriter, performer, both, whatever. All right, flexibility in music as we said, multiplies your options. You're, you're able to consider options when your forward path, your, your, your forward momentum gets brought to a halt. And you'll truly thrive, not just in music, but in all aspects of your life. Yeah, it's about how finding the good and finding opportunity in every challenging situation that comes your way. Can I say that again? It's about finding the good and the opportunities in every challenging situation that comes your way. Let's say you got a last minute show cancellation. Okay. Well, that could turn into a, maybe an impromptu house show performance. Okay. Well, even sadder, even more tragic, the loss of a loved one could inspire you to delve deeper and use that as a catalyst, as the inspiration, if you will, for your whole next album, or at least for your next single. 
And I've talked to many people who that, uh, that has happened. There's good in everything if you're brave enough to look and allow yourself that flexibility. Okay. Now let's talk about flexibility on stage. Those of you that are out there performing, you're up on the platform, and that is a big part of what you do. Well, (laughs) shall we use the word nimbleness, being nimble? It'll help you out of all the kinds of trouble that you may be very likely to encounter on stage. And this could be anything from crippling sound issues to mistakes in your performance or in other people's performing if you're with a, with a band or whatever. Flexibility gives you that power to pivot, if you will, when something goes wrong. And of course, you got to realize, friends, this is a crucial skill uh, when it comes to uh, adapting and uh, surviving and flourishing even in high-pressure performance situations. And, you know, at Murphy's Law, of course, it applies to live shows in a big way. Yeah, if something's going to go wrong, it probably, if it can go wrong, it probably will. There are endless ways that things can go wrong during a performance, and you can't be prepared for everything. There's just no way. You can do your best, but instead, being able to pivot accordingly on stage, keep your composure, and play your best, sing your best, perform your best, no matter what happens. All right. Now, of course, we know this is no easy feat for some of us. And if this is the case for you, it's worth considering how to loosen up and uh, broaden your perspective, if you will. So, friends, if you're serious about pursuing music, you're going to need a flexible approach. Let's get back to that F word. No, not that one. F flexible approach that prioritizes your music over the way that you think things need to go. Okay? You get that? (laughs) Flexible approach. I'm going to say it again. This is for me. You're going to need a flexible approach that prioritizes your music over the way that you think things need to go. I like that. I like that. What's the most important thing? All right. Is it your music? Or is it you having complete control over the music? Think about it. Think about it. All right. While you're thinking about that, let's let's, uh, take a quick pause, and then I'll be right back and give you some answers to the uh, little questions I had for you. I'll be right back. Okay, and we're back with the Artist Impact Podcast. I'm Paul Gibbs. Nate is not with me for this episode, but uh, I'm trying to wing it here. And what came first, the chocolate chip or the chocolate chip cookie? Well, it was in 1940. And actually, friends, the cookie came, I'm sorry, the chocolate chips came after the cookie. Yeah, so the cookie came first. According to legend, the chocolate chip cookie was created by fortunate accident, chocolate lovers would agree, when the baker, a baker somewhere, decided to use semi-sweet chocolate because they were out of baker's chocolate. 
<laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, let's see here. Uh, what were we? What did we talk? We oh, we were talking about the 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 biggest, the largest volcano known to man. Anybody? Any idea what that was? Or what that is? I should say. Anybody? Hands. Let me see. All right. Some of you got it. Some of you got it. Uh, I, I, I said uh, when I was doing the Just Got Music Hour late, recently, I put this question out to the listeners. And uh, I said the, the um, let's see, what did I say? Um, the largest known, I guess the largest known volcano. And I could imagine somebody saying, well, where on earth is that? And the response would be, well, it's not on earth. It's called Mount Olympus, and it is located on the planet Mars. Yeah, it's Mount Olympus, the largest volcano known to man. Okay, there we go. <laughs> well, what was the name? I bet you didn't know this. I, I didn't know that the three characters who accompanied Dorothy uh, uh, in The Wizard of Oz, of course, we got the, the lion and the scarecrow and the tin man. All right. Well, we're talking about the Tin Man, or he's also known as the Tin Woodsman or Woodman, and he actually had a name. You know, he was he was actually a, a real man before the the Wicked Witch put a spell on his axe. Yeah, she put a spell on the axe, and his name before he became known as the Tin Man was Nick Chopper. Nick Chopper. Don't ask me what the scarecrow and lion's names were. I don't think they had names. I don't think they were they were actual people before. Uh, I don't believe so. Anyway, we'll do some research on that. All right, let's get back to our topics here. And we're talking about flexibility in our music, particularly with songwriting and how we need to be flexible. The the uh, willingness and the ability and the, just the overall attitude. Uh, uh, to be flexible in in our songwriting, I'll tell you. As host of the Jessica Music Hour and I uh, want the producer and things uh, of the uh, of Notes by Radio and this podcast and different things, I have seen uh, and heard. I should say heard mostly uh, music from so many different groups and artists over the years. And I'll tell you, I've I've seen some artists who every single song. Pretty much sounds the same. Pretty much sounds the same. I will not mention names, but I have one one uh, artist in mind that if you've heard you you've heard one of his songs, you oops, I said I it, well okay, it's a him. Uh, you've heard them all. Okay, not much flexibility, and that may that may not be a lack of willingness. It may be a lack of of ability or knowledge to be flexible. But let's, we're talking about the attitude of flexibility here. And then I've heard others that, oh my goodness, this shit, the, the, the creativity is all over the map. And that uh, sometimes that can go a little too far. But for, mo- for the most part, it's a good thing to be flexible, not just with the, you know, we, as we talked earlier about uh, the style of your song, the tempo of the song, different keys. Don't write every song in the same key because just because you like it. Uh, key changes, uh, instruments that you use, what, what instrument is dominant, uh, you know, all, all kinds of things. Be flexible. So here's another one, to be flexible with your schedule. 
Yeah. Uh, how, according to this article here, allow yourself to switch up your schedule for different days. So you, you know, don't tie yourself down to a certain creative process at a certain time. You know, be open to possibilities instead of getting stuck in a rigid schedule. Be open to the possibility of change. Yeah. Um, now, the couple here's a couple things that mm, these are kind of more loosely related to flexibility, but I think it I think that these are worth mentioning, and uh, the technology of writing music. Uh, writing it in a certain way. You, it easy, it's so easy to get wrapped up in the technology. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to dive too deep into that. You guys, uh, you know, be flexible in your thinking and, and be creative and, and be open to what, uh, how this may be speaking to you individually. Uh, but anyway, suffice it to say, we can get so wrapped up in the technology while songwriting that it can actually, uh, it can actually uh, squash our creativity. Don't you think? Uh, anybody, anybody's hands going up besides mine? You know, so make sure you take breaks Turn off your devices when you're feeling overwhelmed. Taking a break from technology, that can be beneficial for mental and physical health. It can reduce stress, anxiety. It can help you improve your concentration and focus and allow for more time for other meaningful face-to-face interactions with others. Uh, give people the opportunity, give you opportunity to get outside, get exercise, and just the uh, enjoy the beauty of the world. So, you know, I guess one, one way to say would be, uh, if you're so flexible to say, oh, I have got to write a song tomorrow between 9.36 and 10.00. 52. Okay. <laughs> I, know, I know. I know. We're not that. You, oh, you, you are that. Oh, you are that rigid. Okay. No, well, don't. Please don't be. Don't be. Uh, give yourself some flexibility in your schedule and get out, get inspired. You're, you may be too, too rigid in your inspiration. All right. Open up, uh, open yourself up to get inspiration from other sources outside of music such as maybe just nature, art, books, movies. Uh, this can give you a whole new uh, source of inspiration for your music, a whole new perspective to your music. It can help you think of creative, of creative ideas that you've never thought of before. All right. Open up your mind to different ways of expressing yourself. Okay. Uh, exploring different sounds, different ideas. Here's, here's one I, that when I... Uh, or it sounds well. You you have to you have to you have to write with your guitar. You have to you have to. Every song has to be you and the guitar. Every song has to be you and piano. Every song has to be a certain uh, certain sound on that piano. Hmm. Really? Okay. You know where I'm going with that? Okay. All right. So. Uh, all right. And use a journal. Use a journal. Uh, write write this stuff down. You know, Paul said. <laughs> okay, writing, writing your di- ideas down in a journal is a great way to keep track of your progress and get your thoughts, listen to this, pay attention, get your thoughts out of your head. Ooh, okay. All right, it can help you help you to promote self-reflection and self-awareness. Uh, a, a daily journal can also help reduce stress, anxiety, keep track of your thoughts and ideas. 
additionally, provide, provide a space for creative exploration. Yeah, and a valuable tool for self-improvement. I just had just had this thought. Suppose, uh, suppose all this stuff that we're talking about today uh, does inspire you to say, okay, I'm going to be a little more flexible, or you're going to be a whole bunch more flexible. So in your next uh, time that you sit down uh, with your instrument and your, or your notepad and you're, and you're starting, to, uh, starting to create, starting to write, and that flexibility just, wow, hey, I never thought of that. Write these things down because you know what? Next time you sit down for a session, you may not find yourself being so flexible. Or you may try to, but you can't remember what you did before. Okay, so write these things down. It's going to be a, going to be a great thing to do that. All right. Okay, I think that's enough for us for this time. I'm Paul Gibbs, your host for the Artist Impact Podcast. Nate Miller will be, uh, we'll, we're going to kind of be either together or do this individually. So we're going to try to keep this up, give you guys some great thoughts about how to just uh, help you in your craft, help you do what God has called you to do. So, all right, until we get together next time, please do take care of yourselves, take care of each other. We'll see you again. God bless. Bye-bye. The Artist Impact Podcast is a production of Notespire Music, LLC. At Notespire Music, we empower independent Christian musicians to grow their God-given music potential by refining their craft and extending their music ministry reach through mentorship, training, trusted resources, music production, and artist promotion. Notespire Music, helping you gain confidence, grow your talent, and advance your impact. For more information, visit notespiremusic.com. That's N-O-T-E-S-P-I-R-E-M-U-S-I-C.com.